0: Hello friends. Thank you for tuning in to The Connection Connoisseur, your girl tribe building headquarters. My name is Brenda Ridgely. Remember back in school age days when we were all completely consumed by our friends? Our lives and our interests revolved around these relationships and having a best friend... Wow, that was like a status symbol of sorts, and only one person was special enough to hold that title. And watch out for that BFF poacher, someone who tries to have fun when you're not around. (laughs) Today we're going to discuss best friends, and if it's okay, and perhaps even in your best interest to have more than one. Later in the episode, I will share five habits that you can establish to attract friends to become one of your new best friends. Take a second right now and subscribe to this channel. program to believe that best friends is an exclusive relationship between two people, usually of the same gender, and they are most valued platonic connection. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as, one, a person's closest and dearest friend, or two, a person's most desirable or valuable possession or resource. You've heard the saying, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Well, breaking it down even more, the word best is defined as of the most excellent, effective, or desirable type and quality, or to the highest degree. At first, you may think that best is singular. However, I suggest that although they are likely few in number, best can and probably should be plural. Our lives are dynamic and busy. We have many interests and things that we are naturally drawn to. As such, our friendships are also dynamic, each unique in their own way. Limiting our best friend option to one could limit our expansion in some of the areas of our life that we think are important. Let's say, for example, you love camping. And you love sitting around a campfire and and making s'mores and drinking some wine and uh, sleeping under the stars. But your best friend doesn't really care for camping and prefers to explore bed and breakfasts when she has a weekend to travel. Well, you think that sounds fun too, so you follow her lead and later find that years have gone by and you have not gone on a camping trip. There is just little opportunity to pursue one of the things that you love. With your monogamous best friend lifestyle. Multiple best friends can serve different roles and interests in your life. You can have a best friend that's willing to go into an in-depth analysis of the bachelorette with you, and another best friend who you can ask for advice on work-related issues. You can have a best friend who you can adventurously travel the world with and even go camping. And then another who you go for weekends in the city and go shopping. One best friend may go way back to junior high and they're like part of your family and the other one you may have met much more recently but you just get each other. I propose that a best friend is not a person but a tribe of your people. Here are a few reasons why it's best to dissect that role into a handful of resources that are each excellent effective or desirable in their own unique way. First, if you have more than one BFF, it's more likely that at least one of them is available at any given time. When a major crisis or celebration comes your way, someone always has your back or an ear to listen. More besties equals more options. Another one. When we have more than one best friend, it actually benefits us in our role and responsibility as a best friend. It kind of takes the pressure off. A solo best friend commitment is not to be taken lightly. When you have a tribe of besties, there is less pressure to be present all of the time. Each of our best friendships is special in their own way. I get to go hiking with Michelle, meet up for happy hour with Jane, and then go hang out and watch movies with Lori. I enjoy walks while catching up with Bobby and meeting up with Jenny at community events. My best friends date back to birth, junior high, high school, and both mom and professional life. They are each best, most excellent, effective, and of desirable quality in their own way. Have a problem? With a bestie tribe, you have a panel of advisors instead of just one perspective to consider. One best friend may stay optimistic and always look on the bright side. Another may just downright agree with you, validating your feelings about the situation. And another may encourage you to see it from a different perspective. Depending on the day, there may be things that you want to hear and things that you'll refuse to hear or consider at all. So it's nice to have options. All of this counsel is coming from places of love and they are all highly interested in you and your well-being. Do you have some good news to share? When something exciting happens in your life and all you want to do is tell a friend, with multiple besties, you can tell it a bunch of times. (laughs) Do you like inside jokes? Well, these had-to-be-there kind of funnies make friendships stronger and funny situations even funnier. More is better. Still not convinced that there's no need for exclusivity? Here are a few more things you might wanna consider. Do you think having a tribe of besties implies that each of those relationships is weaker than a single best friend would be? Absolutely not. Your friendships will not suffer by dividing your attention among more than one. It's like mothers out there. You get this. You love your kids equally, right? But differently. That's how it works. The same goes for besties. Having one best friend feels like kind of low-key possessive also, right? A possessive pal who demands exclusive rights and access to our life is not really the desired result. Also, when we rank one individual above everyone else in our life, doesn't that suggest there's a competition of sorts among friends? It just doesn't sit well. Let's not forget here that we are grown-ups, and that means we get to choose who we hang out with, as well as how we refer to them. No one can tell you how to define your friendships and how many best friends to have. Are you looking for best friends? You know, besties are not rationed out to everyone or delivered by default to, at birth, right? You have to foster these friendships yourself. Here are five habits you can develop to attract more best friends in your life. First one is confidently projecting the best version of yourself. People are attracted to people who show up confident. We don't want to come off cocky, or self-centered here, but rather authentically full of life and present. It's as simple as standing up straight with your shoulders back and your head held high. Look people in the eye when you talk to them and smile. Be interested rather than interesting. And if you make everyone you encounter feel like a million bucks, you are certain to make new friends. Avoid negative self-talk. You know the gal who always makes herself the butt of her own joke, pointing out her self-professed negative qualities. I'm fat. My haircut is terrible. My nose is too big. Don't be that girl. Self-deprecating talk is a bad habit and sends the message that you are low in confidence. People want to be around people who feel good about themselves. Be the person that you want to be friends with. This is a conscious decision that you can make and it's gonna naturally uplift your own mood and the ladies that you encounter are gonna naturally be more drawn to you. Be available. You must be willing to put in the work if you want to foster new besties. If you don't seem willing to invest your time, which is one of these limited resources that we have, the new friend is not going to either. Demonstrate trustworthiness. What makes a best friend stand out from others is your ability to share anything in confidence. If you have trouble with secret keeping, refer back to episode 9 where we talk about how to be a better ward of secrets. You can show your capacity to be a best friend by being honest with your friends and keeping their secrets. Avoid coming on too strong at first. When you're just beginning to build the relationship, you don't want to scare them away by contacting them too much. Texting or calling several times a day, or even once a day, too early could be a turnoff. Initially reach out every few days and otherwise just follow the other person's lead. Return their texts or calls and figure out a pace that works for you in this friendship. Give the friendship time to grow and don't expect too much too soon. There you have it. Now go build your tribe of besties, ladies. You know, there are many limits in life. So many things. Our time is limited, our money, our energy, and sometimes even how many packages of toilet paper we can buy at one time. However, there are no known limits to our resourcefulness, our creativity, our imagination, and the number of best friends that we can have. So don't limit yourself. Thank you for joining me today. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel for a new tribe-building episode each week. When three or more gather, we are tribe.